There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high quality meat cooked at home because let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high quality, grass fed and grass finished beef, organic chicken, pork raised crate free and wild caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking breaking up with your student loans in 2018. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey, listeners, we want to get to know you better. Millennial Money is competing with other shows to get the most responses for a quick survey. And of course, we want to win, right? It only takes a few minutes of your time and you can do it straight from your smartphone. Help us out and support the show by going to wandery.com slash survey and filling it out. That's wandery, W-O-N-D-E-R-Y dot com slash survey. So one of the top money resolutions for 2018 is to get rid of that debt that keeps you locked up from so many of your goals that you really want to achieve, in particular, student loans. I hear from so many listeners over the month of December that nothing would make them happier than to roll out of 2018 with a lot less, if not zero, student loan debt. And I hear you. I mean, it is 
crippling a lot of people's bank accounts. It's crippling a lot of goals. And in fact, it's crippling a lot of relationships. I hear from a lot of couples where I may hear from the the guy or the girl just about, you know, not wanting to get married to somebody because of their student loan debt or being really frustrated that they got married or they're in a serious relationship and that the student loan debt is holding them back. And that's why I'm always just such a big fan of, you know, communication around money. And I think we don't do it enough because we're really scared to communicate about money, especially if we're married or we're getting married or, you know, if we're in that really serious relationship, we want to keep things happy. We want to keep the illusion of perfection. And unfortunately, that's just not really a reality. I mean, if you've been in a long-term relationship, you understand that eventually all of those things come to light and they they need to come to light. And I think it's easier if you just deal with them and talk about them in the beginning or, you know, when you're starting to have those feelings of frustration rather than letting it, you know, internalize and turn into something more than more than it should be. I mean, it is possible to be in a relationship and to not fight about money. It is actually possible. It's not that you're never going to have a disagreement. It's not that you're never going to get upset about how the other person is spending their money. But, you know, we've really found that keeping those weekly communication check-in times and and then just also explaining yourself to the other person like, hey, you know, I, I don't necessarily feel great when you spend money on X, Y, or Z, or you spend that amount of money. You know, it really helps clear the air because let's say like you can't read the other person's mind as much as you think you might be able to promise you you can't actually read their mind but this episode's not about relationships but just wanted to you know encourage those of you who are frustrated maybe at student loan debt holding you back in a relationship that there are ways to break up with those student loans. And it's no shock. I mean, there are over 44 million borrowers who owe more than $1.4 trillion in student loan debt. And that number's only getting higher. Some student loan payments are big or, you know, really, I think huge is a better word. Bigger than car payments and nearing some you know, uh, some home loan payments, which just, it just blows my mind that at least in the United States, it costs that much money just to get an education. And then unfortunately, what's happening is after you get that degree, you're rolling out into an economy where there aren't a whole lot of options. And, you know, a lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs or starting side hustles purely because you have to. There aren't a lot of other options and you know your income isn't in, uh, increasing as much as it needs to be in order to you know really get get rid of these student loans and it, there's so much frustration but i think if we're going to be more empowered in 2018 we've got to make up our minds to do just that right not that you're not going to get stressed out or worried about your student loans or about your money or about debt but maybe if we can all encourage each other we can actually create a movement of all of us breaking up with our student loan debt and the reality is that 
uh, you know, you might not be able to get rid of all your student loan debt in 2018, but if you go into it with a plan, with a strategy, uh, with some sort of framework around how you're approaching your student loans, you're going to be really shocked at the progress you can actually make in a year. Like, I guarantee you it could actually blow your mind, you know? The good news is, though, if I'm going to give you good news about student loans, it's that you don't need a lot of fancy techniques to break up with your student loans. Again, it's the commitment to approach those loans with a little bit of strategy. And again, I think, you know, when I when I talk about strategy and framework and a plan, all of those sort, sorts of things, I don't want you to get bogged down in uh, that it has to be followed perfectly, that all the steps have to be followed in, you know, some sort of sequential order, because that's not true. Remember, Money is not one size fits all. What works for you is not going to work for me and vice versa. So you really have to figure out, you know, what are the different uh, tips and strategies and and plans and ideas that are going to work for your own individual situation. But the idea behind this is just to unlock that place in your brain that gets you thinking a little bit different about your student loans and get you moved past that place where you're just totally frustrated with the amount of debt you have, move you to a place where you feel empowered, like you can start making some changes to really, uh, you know, get rid of that debt as fast as possible. And one of the easiest ways to get rid of that debt is to simply pay more in 2018. I know that sounds like, well, duh, of course, but you'd be surprised at the amount of people that you know, you're just not thinking about this, right? So you know you have to make those 12 payments. You have to make every payment once a month. Of course, that makes sense, right? But why not consider making 13 or 16 or 18 payments, you know, upping the amount of payments that you make to your student loans? That number is completely up to you. But if you do decide to pay more, I want you to call your student loan servicer and advise them of your plan, what you're going to do, how much extra you're going to make so that you can make sure those payments are applied to your balance and not just held towards the next month, which sometimes servicers do because they're like, well, they don't normally make extra payments. So we'll just hold that amount and roll it over to the next payment. But in fact, what you actually want to do is make extra payments. And even just, you know, an extra payment or two really does help reduce your overall student loan debt. It is miraculous what can happen. And that's for any debt where you have you have um, a car loan, you have credit card debt, you know, any type of loan that you might have, that strategy works great. Even just paying a little bit extra. There's all of this talk about refinancing, um, and there are so many different companies out there now that are uh, offering refinancing. SoFi might be one that you've heard of. They are all over the place. They are advertising like crazy. I've seen them advertise during the the you know the baseball playoffs during college football. So they're definitely trying to go after you know a younger crowd and introduce the concept of refinancing, but. A little framework, if your student loan interest rate is 7% or higher, you may want to consider looking at refinancing with, you know, one of these financial technology companies like SoFi. There are lots of other ones out there. Uh, There's Prosper. 
uh, my gosh, there's so many different ones out there. You just want to make sure that you really vet the company that you're going for. And you also want to evaluate, you know, are you eligible for student loan forgiveness through any of the um, public service student loan forgiveness programs? If you're a teacher, if you work for a nonprofit, anything like that, you know, if you if you go to the refinancing option, you're going to lose that eligibility for loan forgiveness. So that's that's definitely something to think about. Another thing to think about is what is the length of the current loan you have now versus the new loan? You know, you just want to make sure that you're not actually increasing your debt because you're increasing that that payback period by, you know, another 10 years or 20 years, whatever it may be. Uh, and then, you know, can you pay more than the new payment? So if you're refinancing to a lower interest rate, you know, and it's lowering your student loan payment, can you make the same payment that you were making before, if not more, and then you can really rev up the payoff on your student loans? You know, each lender, they're going to have their own eligibility requirements, underwriting criteria, you're going to need income as well. Not a big shock, right? Um, you're going to need your a good credit profile, uh, debt to income, and a monthly free cash flow are really important. And this is where knowing your numbers is going to pay off. And before you apply, I really encourage you to check your credit score so you know where you're at. At least have an idea of you know, where you might fall in line of the refinance Now, the cool thing about a lot of these companies, I know SoFi does this, I know Prosper does this, is you can actually go online and you can, you know, have them do a little investigation as to whether you would get approved and what your interest rate would be. So they're going to do what's called a soft pull on your credit report. It's not actually going to um, be reflective on your credit report. They're just kind of doing a preliminary search as to, you know, where you might fall in line. And so that's a great way to at least, you know, have an idea of whether this works for you or not. And then to maximize your chances of being approved for, for refinance student loans, you should apply simultaneously to multiple lenders. So if you apply to the multiple lenders during that, you know, 24-hour period, you're not hitting your credit all of these different times. But I don't like that approach a lot. You know, if you get denied from one company, the chances that you're going to get denied from another is pretty high. So, you know, you really want to understand why you're going to get denied for that particular particular loan so that you can work to improve your chances going forward. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time consuming. I tried all of the apps, but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. 
Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful, ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, Honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Another thing is just to pay more than the minimum, just like you would with your credit card. So if you're not comfortable making an extra payment or a couple extra payments, Look at, you know, can I, you know, if my student loan payment is $300 a month, can I up my payment to 350 or 325? Seriously, even a few extra dollars, it really does make a difference in the overall payment. For example, let's assume you had, you know, $100,000 in student loans, which sounds like a lot of money, but a lot of the new graduates, that's how much you're going to have in student loans. 
And let's pretend the interest rate is 7% and it's the standard 10-year repayment term. If you make a one-time lump sum payment of 2,000 extra bucks, you would save $1,703 on your student loans and pay off your student loans four months early. So 2,000 bucks might be a little over, you know, how much you can actually afford, but the whole point is you can really stop, start chopping down the length of time that you're going to have to repay your student loans just by making extra payments. You can make these lump sum payments too. It, all the loan servicers will totally approve taking a lot more cash from you. But again, you want to make sure that you give them a call and just let them know that that's what you're doing. So let's say you get a bonus at work or maybe you get a big raise this year. Or maybe you come into some money from an inheritance, you know, a relative passed away. I know that's not, you know, a great scenario, but sometimes you're left, you know, a decent sum of money and you're trying to figure out what to do with it. Well, putting some towards your student loans is a great way to get those those things paid off super fast. And, you know, you can really put any extra money you make to good use by supercharging this whole breakup policy, uh, breakup uh, timeline. That's really the word I'm searching for. And again, you know, if we can cut it, you know, four months and six months and eight months and 12 months, and maybe this year you can't pay as much towards your student loans, that's totally cool. Maybe next year something might be different, or maybe something happens during the midpoint of this year and you come into a lot of extra money, you know, don't just spend all that money on stuff you want to buy. If you're really frustrated with your student loans or any other debt that you have, you know, think about putting a good portion of that money towards this debt. And again, it might not wipe it all out during this year, but it's really going to help you in in the in the long run get rid of that debt so much faster. And if you don't already know this, most lenders do give a really nice interest rate reduction. Often it's about a quarter percent if you use the auto debit feature for your student loans. If you don't have this in place, you're seriously missing out on one of the easiest and smartest ways to get rid of that debt. Because not only is paying more money towards your loan going to wipe those out faster, but if we can start dramatically lowering the interest rate, man, that's going to wipe up, wipe out your debt super fast. And if we can lower the interest rate, but you can still make your old payment, if not more, that's kind of the double whammy approach to getting your, your loans paid off super fast. But, you know, breaking up with your debt is fun. <laughs> we all like to break up with our debt. We don't like to break up with people, of course, right? But breaking up with our debt is something that we all love to do. But sometimes you also need to stay in that relationship just a little bit longer than you like. You're probably thinking, what? This is not good advice. But let's say you want to buy a house next year. Since interest rates are still at historic lows, you're going to need a lot of cash for your down payment, all those closing costs, and then all of the expenses that come up in the first year. Like, you know, for instance, when you're uh, disposal breaks down on Thanksgiving, you're cooking for 10 people and you have to call the plumber and pay holiday prices. Yes, that has actually happened to me and it's super expensive. Uh, I think the second or third year I owned a house, uh, the plumbing just like exploded and had to get all new copper piping in the house all the way out to the sidewalk. 
And I believe at the time it was somewhere in the neck of $25,000. I didn't exactly have $25,000 just sitting around waiting to spend on plumbing something that I wasn't even going to see. But the point is, you know, home ownership is really expensive. There are a lot of things that come up that you're not expecting, let alone the things that you want to do, you know, expanding your house or redoing a bathroom, redoing a kitchen, painting, even just putting up new blinds in your house can be really expensive. So, you know, sometimes you'll get into situations like that where you know a big goal is coming up or, you know, uh, you're planning for a big goal and it may it, it may actually prompt you to put the pause button on supercharging or breaking up with your student loan debt faster. And that's okay. That's actually just a part of life. And that's going to happen. There's going to be an ebb and flow. So that's just a, a gentle reminder to you to not get so frustrated when, you know, especially the planners listening to this podcast, maybe the type A people who are a little bit like me, where you lay out a plan. And then if you can't follow that plan, you know, to a T, you get really, really frustrated. And with money, I mean, this is going to happen in life. Maybe you've gone through a period in your life like this, or maybe you're in one now, or maybe you haven't. So this is just a word of caution that that's probably going to happen at some point in time. But you know, sometimes you have to like just back off your debt payment a little bit to uh, to be able to live life because, you know, there are a lot of goals that we all want to achieve and a lot of them take cash. And um, so sometimes you just need to reroute your strategy a little bit. But I, I digress. You know, you, you want to pay off that balance. You want to get that totally paid off. But you also need to make sure that you're you know, setting aside some cash in savings, especially if you have one of those big goals coming up this year and taking a year off from the breakup is not going to be a big deal in the large scheme of life, right? You all, of course, always got to make your minimum payment. Of course, you got to do that. But, you know, you can, you can maybe take, you know, certain months where you pay more towards your student loans and maybe other months where you're just paying your minimum. That That's totally up to you. It's still going to help you get ahead further faster, and I feel like a lot of a lot of experts don't talk about that enough. You know, we talk about balance and then we freak out when everything doesn't go to plan, especially with our bank accounts. But, you know, give yourself some breathing room this year to make these adjustments throughout the year. As long as you're working a plan and adjusting that plan, then you're still in the breakup process. You haven't failed. You haven't done anything wrong. So what do you owe? You know, what is your student loan balance? What is your interest rate? How much extra are you committing to your student loans this year? If this year it feels like way too big of a, a thing to think about, what are you committing this month? Let's just look at January. You know, what are we going to do this month to try to supercharge this, this breakup process? And what will motivate you to stay committed? Hint, a good idea is just to put this all on auto debit. You know, I find sometimes like a forced motivation is the easiest. But of course, you know, you got to make sure that you have the cash to do this. But you know, what's going to motivate you to stay committed to this process. And sometimes figuring that out helps you figure out all the other pieces of the puzzle. So 2018, we're going to start a movement, we're going to break up with our student loan debt. We're going to get out there, we're going to get amazing careers, we're going to get paid what we're worth. And this is going to be the year where we're going to move forward. 
as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a five-star review. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.